this is Editor Mara. Welcome to the second half of our Star Wars special. In the last episode, we reviewed Episode 1 through Rogue One. And in this episode, we're going to be starting off with A New Hope, which is the first Star Wars movie that came out. I hope you guys enjoy. Take care. The next one is the first one of these movies, Star Wars, and it was later retconned to A New Hope. What do you think about Star Wars A New Hope? Was it good? It was good. <laughs> this is my number yeah. three. Yeah. I got enveloped into the universe with this movie. Um, Same. The You're My Only Hope is iconic, and recycling that transmission throughout the series is honestly really smart, and it kind of helped made them feel like a little more cohesive. There's so many iconic moments in this movie that are not only iconic for Star Wars, but like cinematic history. You can't name more than a handful of more iconic villains than Darth Vader and like James Earl Jones' booming voice. Oh my God. And this like. That was like the perfect casting. Yeah. And this all black, like robotic samurai suit with this red lightsaber. Oh my the gosh. Design. Oh my god. It was so good. Yeah, in like the 1977. Oh my gosh. It was Chef's Kiss. <laughs> Do you think that uh Han shot first? Yeah, Han shot first. Yeah, for sure. Han shot first, for sure. I don't understand the people who like don't think that, you know? Like Yeah, I think people project heroic traits on an anti-hero like Han Solo that I don't like. Yeah, for sure. He's kind of a trash person, like mediocre, self-serving person. You're supposed to watch him develop from a smuggler who really only cares about himself to someone who believes in a rebellion and it's like character development. So it doesn't make sense that he didn't shoot first, you know? That's the type of guy he is at this point in his life. He works for Jabba the Hutt. Yeah. Um, I think this is the movie that has the trash compactor scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, that's the first introduction for me in cinema that the walls would move in on somebody. And that <laughs> is when I realized that I am uncomfortable with small spaces. And honestly, it scared the hell out of me. <laughs> have you ever been trapped in a trash compactor? No, but I have been worried being in like small spaces of like getting trapped and not being able to like get out like crawling into something and then like what if i can't back out oh yeah well i'm fat so (laughs) i i don't think about crawling into a lot of things (laughs) you're like oh you need to go under the house or go in the crawl space or go in the attic and it's like yeah there's there's things i don't want to see in there probably oh yeah there's yeah there's probably dead things and like ultra spiders yeah for sure spiders that don't even go into the light of day because you know they're too scary (laughs) oof have you heard about these murder hornets by the way (laughs) are they from asia yeah the the japanese hornet yeah those are scary i'm allergic to bees so Mm -hmm. the thought of that terrifies me And if they're an invasive species, like, who's going to be out there murdering these things? Like, they're going to run away. So the Japanese honeybees have actually developed a defense for them. 
what they do is like a bunch of honeybees swarm the hornet and then they all flap their wings and the honeybees can actually withstand higher temperatures than these hornets so they just burn them alive oh shoot that's yeah, wild a pretty metal I, I heard about it from matthew inman of the oatmeal bees are cool yeah bees are cool anyway what were we talking about a new hope yeah there's so many iconic things in this movie yeah well i just i feel like the ending though like him using the force to make the shot like i felt that was forced haha forced uh -huh, pun i i didn't like that though like it just felt cheap like yeah like when a when a story and you just have to go along with it like i didn't like that oh i have to go on with this even though it's not like the best option yeah I didn't think they were going to get rid of the Death Star in that movie, to be honest. I thought we're just going to run away with their tail tucked between their legs. I mean, obviously it makes sense now because they didn't know like there was going to be anything after that. Yeah. By the time I watched it, I knew there's like three movies going on. So I'm like, oh, okay. So they probably fail in this one and they you know see the next one yeah <laughs> yeah those are my feelings the first time i watched it too because it was like well there's i know there's a death star in the next one because it's mm -hmm. about the baddies and i was really surprised by that too yeah but the new hope is classic um i have it all the way up at number two in my star wars rankings because this is the first one and you know it kicked off this fandom of mine yeah i had i have mixed feelings about it just because um i think the other movies in the trilogy there are just scenes that i enjoyed more than this mm -hmm. but i do give it credit because this is the one that starts it all yeah the next one is episode five empire strikes back this is my number one mm. it's iconic same number one for me too so good it's the best one and if this is not your favorite star wars movie please tell me why tell me why this isn't <laughs> your number one like what would it have needed to have happened in that movie to make it your number one because like getting his hand cut off iconic mm -hmm. the iconic i love you i know scene mm -hmm. um han mm -hmm. getting put into carbonite the the battle with the ATATs and like finding out his dad is vader and then like him warming himself up inside of a tauntaun like it's so good. The whole training sequence with uh, Yoda and Dagobah, Luke becomes like, you know, a Jedi or starts to become one. He's such a whiny little biatch, though. And Lando. Lando. He's so, so cool. It's so debonair. Oh, my gosh. Lando. Like, I, I was <laughs> struggling to find things that I didn't enjoy about this movie. And there are two things. And mm -hmm. it's that Luke is so whiny. Like, yeah, which makes sense. Like once you have the the prequel movies and you see how whiny Anakin is, it's like okay. <laughs> um, and then like blue milk, just because <laughs> I have really bad memories associated with like food coloring and food, and people say it doesn't have a taste, but I feel like it tastes different. Yeah, I remember when I was a kid, Heinz came out with like purple ketchup. Oh, I remember and I, that. And I begged my mom to buy me it, and I just could never put it on anything. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I don't know. It just feels icky. And Yeah, it does. 
It's unnatural. Even though like red ketchup is unnatural. But tomatoes are red though. So I feel like you associate with like, oh yeah, it's tomatoes. And like I remember the first time mm-hmm. I bought like an organic ketchup and it was like kind of brown. I was like, ooh, is this bad? <laughs> <laughs> we just lie to ourselves with color all the time. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. Empire is my favorite, my number one as well. There's just so many things to talk about, like the way that it ends on such a bummer mood. Like Luke has been defeated. His hand is gone. Han Solo is trapped in carbonite. Oh my gosh. It just feels so dark and hopeless for heroes, you know? Yeah, I think that like when they made this movie, they had known that they were going to make a third one. Otherwise, it wouldn't have ended on that bummer note. Like, good guys always win. Yeah, 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 definitely. They already had like a third movie in, in mind, but it was so like brave of them to do that. This was released in 1980, and the third movie wouldn't even be released until like three years later. Like, imagine if we had Avengers part oh one God. for three years <laughs> <laughs> yeah people uh, would have like so been good. suicidal and depression you know like oh gosh and that's what so it was wild. like yeah one thing i didn't like about this movie and it's through no fault of their own it established like this thing where everybody need to be related to everybody um with the twist that Darth Vader is the father of Luke and Leia. And it was a great twist, but I felt like every Star Wars movie or every trilogy afterward, especially in the sequel trilogy, has been trying to recreate that to its detriment. You know what I mean? Like, not everybody has to be special. It would be cute without the incest. Yeah, it's a funny story. So I didn't get why Leia was attracted to Han. Um, I thought like, oh, Luke is the hero. Why isn't Luke like, you know, the person with the romantic interest? <laughs> so yeah, I think I, that, that theme it just reminds me of like Hermione. I just assumed that at the end she was going to be with Harry because mm-hmm. they always books that i've read and been exposed to like they marry off like the primary female with the hero of the story yeah the the protagonist and i was honestly so shocked by that too because like i didn't know what was going to happen yeah but then i mean they tell you why (laughs) oh thank god that would have been so bad can you imagine so awkward it's alabama (laughs) alabama star wars movie Empire is the perfect Star Wars movie, in my opinion. There's nothing that holds a candle to it. If if you feel differently, then you're just wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Fully agree. (laughs) Last one of the original trilogy, Episode 6, Return of the Jedi. So this one's number two for me. Mm, Um, Okay. Mostly because of Slave Leia. And yeah. the sexy Twi'lek, the sexy Twi'lek <laughs> dancers, I was like, oh, I like these. <laughs> um, and then, like, Boba Fett and the Sarlacc pit, the cute little Ewoks. 
I think this is the one where Yoda dies. Yeah, he dies in this one. Yeah, that was like a mood. And mm. the all black Luke costume. Oh yeah, that was my Ooh. favorite Luke costume. So good. Badass look for Luke. I was talking to Nick and he was like, yeah, the green lightsaber, it was so cool. It was like the best lightsaber. <laughs> yeah, I remember when I first saw Luke, I'm like, yeah, he's like a Jedi master now. He really wasn't, but oh. he should look like it. <laughs> like the Vader showdown was really good. Um, the what is it the speeder the speeder chase where the mm -hmm. trooper crashes into the tree like that scene is very memorable because it was like oh man that that would be like me running my bike looking behind me and then like knocking the wind out of myself or something crashing into something <laughs> yeah what do you think about the second death star uh i just don't understand like why they built the second one mm -mm, no like, I don't, don't like you that. learn from history? Like, come on. No, they surely don't. <laughs> As we see, yeah. Third time's a charm, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, I think the thing... Go oh, ahead. go ahead. Oh. Jinx. Uh, <laughs> okay, go. What I didn't like is that, like, Jabba the Hutt, his little chittery pet thing. What is it? Salacious Crumb? Mm, I don't the know. The little rat guy. Go on. I don't, I don't like him. He's just really <laughs> annoying and icky, and I don't know like why they needed to do that. I think the opening sequence of this movie with uh, Leia dresses the bounty hunter, and then Luke coming to bargain, and then R two D two like launching the lightsaber is like probably my favorite opening sequence of all the movies. It's just so fun and action packed. What did you rank this one? <laughs> I rank this number five, actually. Oh, wow. Middle of the pack. Yeah. Well, I mean, see, five out of 11, you know, that's above average. Yeah, slightly. Yeah. yeah I, I'll. Okay, so I really didn't like the Ewoks at all. And I was a kid when I watched this movie. I mean, they're creepy. I'm like the target demo for the Ewoks, and I hated them. I later learned that they were supposed to be Wookiees, and that would have been so much cooler if oh, they were sure. Wookiees. It would have been way cooler. Yeah. I I just couldn't get over the Ewoks. They're so dumb. Honestly, them. they just reminded me of like Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Like, Leia goes there, and it's like the little, <laughs> little bear-like creatures. Yeah. Um, I didn't like the costumes of the scout troopers. I think the mask is icky. I just it reminds <laughs> me too much of like the scream mask. Oh yeah, that's true. I never thought and about I, it. I had known about scream before I had like invested in Star Wars, and so every time I see one of those, I'm like, ugh, God. <laughs> I did like those speeder bikes that they rode though. Those are pretty. Those cool. speeder bikes were pretty tight. Yeah, I wish I could go on them. I'd ride in the back though, because I <laughs> know how to. Have you have you watched the Mandalorian at all? Mm -mm, no, I haven't. They they have uh, an episode with the cool speeder bikes, and honestly, it's so good. <laughs> I'll have to check it out. I haven't watched any of the Mandalorian except for like the first few minutes. Apparently, that's Pablo Pascal under that. Yeah. Yeah, the yeah, Prince of Dorne. I <laughs> love him. 
He's great. That was like my favorite fight in Game of Thrones, him against the mountain. Even though I knew how it was going to end, I still like was like, oh, he's going to pull it off. But no, his head gets squished. Yeah, I was really sad. Yeah. I like legitimately cried. Yeah, that was so sad. So sad for everybody involved. Oberon was, oh my gosh, he just oozed sex. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And I feel like in The Mandalorian, he he still does, just in a different way. It's like, ooh, daddy. <laughs> yeah, I think Return of the Jedi was good. I was rooting for Darth Vader, his face turn, when he turned against the Emperor. That was great. What do you think about... <laughs> So in later versions of the movie, the Force Ghost is replaced by Hayden Christensen. Oh. Yeah. Mm. I feel like the things that you're asking me what I like, I don't like. I don't like any of those things. Mm-mm, I don't either. I think, ah, I don't know. It was just so dumb. I like the Force Ghost in the original when it was the old Vader. This makes sense because he's already old. But when they retconned it to be Aiden Christensen in the, I don't know what, special edition. It was just so dumb. I haven't watched that one. I just heard about it. I don't know. It just makes me feel like somebody like Mac really says something, a makeup line. They're like, ooh, this is a good dupe for it. And then you try it and you're like, this is not a good dupe. This is disappointing. (laughs) No, we don't have that one at home, apparently. Yeah. I also didn't like the ending. Like, they defeated the Emperor and they killed the Death Star and they have like a picnic with the Ewoks. Honestly, though, like, (laughs) so I watched, when I watched these, um, one through six were all out. And I started with four, five, and six and then Mm -hmm. watched one, two, and three. And honestly, if I had started with one, two, and three, I would not have continued. So shout out to Whitney and Lewis for making that call. (laughs) Yeah. But like, honestly, just kind of felt like wholesome. Like at the time I was like deep into Disney too. And a park and a picnic with cute little furry animals that talk. (laughs) Like that's iconic. It sounds wonderful. I guess so. I was just not into it. They should have had another medal ceremony. That would have been great. They would have yeah, gave tight. Chewbacca the medal he deserved. Yeah. And the costumes, like the ceremony robe was pretty, was really pretty. And I feel like it was just like a classic twist on her dress. Mm-hmm. You think Star Wars would have been better off if this is where they ended? Like just the original trilogy. No prequels, nothing else. I hate that I'm saying this. Yeah. But I do think they should have left it alone. But if they did, like all every part of me would be like, but I want more. Yeah. And this is just a very good lesson of why we don't want more. Exactly. I think like George Costanza, you always gotta leave him with wanting more. And I just feel like if they had left it here and then let the expanded universe just be like it could have lived on through those books and those stories and it would have been really great yeah 
but let's talk a little bit about the EU. I never really got into it, but you're a super hardcore into the EU expanded universe. Not all of it. So I got into this after I watched six and this was like before they announced that they were going to make seven, eight, and nine. Mm-hmm. And I probably spent, I don't know, at least three years just reading and listening to the audiobooks. I spent most of the time in the timeline that takes place after um, Return of the Jedi, just to kind of like, I want the next gen Star Wars. <laughs> and so I had all of my preconceived notions about the characters and Jason and Jaina and like Luke and his love interest Mara. And I loved it. And I think my favorite miniseries of the books that came out were the new Jedi order and the legacy of the force. Hmm. Um, I read like the dark nest and I read the young Jedi Knight series. And then I had like messed around with like the little one shot books that came out, but they're really well done. The story is really interesting. They are safe to listen to the audiobooks with your kids. Like most of them anyway, at least some of them. Um, and I really, really liked the character development and you could feel their personalities and I was honestly livid when Disney took over <laughs> I think it was 2014 and they announced they weren't canon anymore I had like a full-on mental breakdown about it and I just yeah. cried and yeah. so I went into episode seven um, with a lot of hope and really excited about it and my feelings about that movie were drastically altered by the many hours I spent like imagining that world would you say it's still worth going back and reading those books and those stories? Yeah, I mean, if you completely discount 7, 8, and 9, they're really well written. And the audiobooks, the narration is excellent. They they hired good people, good voice actors to do those books. Maybe I'll listen to them. I really, really like The New Jedi Order a lot. I'll leave it at that. I don't want to give you any spoilers because honestly, like they're some of my favorite books still. <laughs> I think Disney made the right move of making the expanded universe like not canon. Because to be honest, George Lucas just didn't care no, about the EU at all. And he would greenlight all these things and he was just in it for the money at some point, you know? Yeah. Well, and I just feel like to try to intertwine all of the different stories and their timelines, it would have been really difficult to do if they didn't nullify them. So honestly, like the fact that I wasn't expecting it is honestly why it was like such a gut punch when they did it. I think it would have been difficult for Disney to incorporate the existing EU, especially when there's people like me who like play the video games and they watch the movies, but they don't read the books or the comic books. Yeah. No, that's fair. I played a lot of Battlefront 2. The new one or the old one? The, the old, old one. I got the <laughs> new one, and I was so disappointed. I was so upset by that. You know what's funny is you can say, I'm playing Star Wars Battlefront 2 on Xbox One, and it could have happened 20 years ago or two years ago. <laughs> Facts. Big facts. (laughs) I hate the Xbox naming scheme. It doesn't make any sense. It's so dumb. Why is the new one called Series X? 
It's so stupid. PS PS5. We know exactly where we're at. Yeah. Stop it, Microsoft. You're not helping anybody. Anyway. What do you think about episode seven? The Force Awakens. So knowing how I felt about the expanded universe and all of the feelings I went going into this movie, I had so much excitement about mm-hmm. these movies and I was so hyped and I was in those lines because this was before we had a movie theater with assigned seating. So I was in line <laughs> early. It was like at the beginning of the line. Super pumped. Um, this one is actually ranked number seven for me. Oh, wow. In the bottom half. Yeah, but above the original or the prequels. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I was very impressed with Kylo's costuming and the voice engineering. That was one of the biggest takeaways for me. I really liked the planet Jakku. I thought that was a like nice touch. It had its own feel. It had its own like culture. And I feel mm-hmm. like they, they do a really good job of like having these different planets with like you can imagine the the climate and what that looks like. So the world building aspect of it was really cool. I really liked, I think this is the one where they had the TR-8R fight with Finn with the flamethrower. <laughs> that was like the highlight Traitor. of this movie for me. Yeah, right? Um, yeah, I really, really liked that. I don't remember what his... His, his real, actual name yeah yeah it's like something nine nine or something <laughs> there's a lot of memes that came out of that and i like super super loved them yeah i didn't like that it just felt like a reboot of a new hope and i was mm-hmm. like well this is tired we've done this already i want something new i i know what happens in the books and they had so much potential and i was let down by this honestly yeah. And I remember being very upset about like the little trash buyer guy who wasn't giving her any anything for what she had, even though it was valuable. Oh, that's played by Simon Pegg. Did you know that? I actually really like Simon Pegg. So <laughs> yeah. surprising. <laughs> he played a character I hated. Yeah. And James Bond was that um, stormtrooper that was mind controlled by Ray. Oh, weird. Yeah. Lots of celebrities in that movie. Funny. I I mean, <laughs> this one where Phasma was introduced. Yeah. Can't I can't remember. Yeah, Captain I, it's Phasma. been so long since I've watched it. And honestly, I was really excited because at the time she was Brienne of Tarth, and yeah. I was super excited for it. And then like her her character costume looked really cool, and there was like teasers of like mm-hmm. the merch and stuff. And so it was like when we finally got to see it, it was kind of a letdown. Like it, she wasn't that great of a character, and I really mm-hmm. wanted her to be like this badass this bad bitch and she wasn't yeah there's a scene where she gets taken hostage by finn and i felt like phasma's character would have been like okay shoot me and then he would have been like too weak to do it yeah yeah Yeah, or something for sure yeah anyway i love the force awakens (laughs) it's my number three ranked movie only behind new hope and empire and i think it's colored by Because you watched the movies, like, later than I did. So imagine, like, going through the prequels as they happened. Oh, God. But I think seeing them as a kid, though, like, your discernment isn't super great. Like, my kids think some terrible movies are good. Yeah. And I don't know. Like, I just kind of wonder if I had been able to see it as, like, I don't know. It probably came out when I was, like, going through puberty. So I probably had Mm -hmm. very different feelings about them. 
of the prequels yeah yeah that's when i saw them and they were garbage i hated them i i hated the prequels and so like having to go through the prequels and then having to wait i don't know like five years for the force awakens and seeing that i wasn't the prequels was such like a relief like i was so scared that this movie was going to be like the prequels i was scared that it was going to be very bad this is the only star wars movie where i wept when i was seeing it it felt like star wars to me i loved ray she was a great character in this movie um the introduction of finn as this stormtrooper who has like a conflict of morality in the middle of a war zone was uh, amazing poe dameron this hotshot pilot yeah yeah <laughs> I, I i really like bb8 bb8 was so cute and i yeah he is. BB-8 in my house um, i love bb8 he's one of my favorite droids of all time so cute and i remember that christmas the hot item the hot toy of the year was like the remote control bb8 <laughs> yeah. and i was like wanting to buy one and their target was always sold out so it just never got one <laughs> i got one for my friend i saw the movie with her and i think she moved out of the state either the next spring so for her birthday i got her the sphero bb8 and i kind of wish i got myself one because it looks so fun yeah, it's really cute. I think it's neat how they figured out how to like make that be a thing. Yeah, it was cool how in the movie there's an actual BB-8 that's BB-8. It's a practical effect. Yeah, for sure. I also really liked Ray's hair and her costume. <laughs> I think yeah. that the costume part of it like made sense because it like blends in with the sand for the planet. And um, I do... Like question the boots though because those would be hot as hell and if <laughs> you see like the actual boots she wore in the movie i think they're like lined in like sherpa so it'd be hot yeah should have just been barefoot <laughs> yeah. and sandals yeah like sandals or something right like i mean that would be annoying to get sand in your shoe but yeah maybe daisy really didn't want to be on celebrityfeet.com or something <laughs> <laughs> i just feel like Leia's space buns are so iconic, and I also feel like Seven really captured an iconic hairstyle, and um, Daisy did a really good job playing that character. Yeah, I think she was a breakthrough star of that movie. I loved every single second that she was in that movie. What do you think about uh, Kylo? I have a big crush on Adam Driver. Like. (laughs) Who doesn't? <laughs> I know, right? I didn't like him in Marriage Story. That stressed me out. It gave me really bad anxiety. Yeah, just, like, I could imagine. Probably the, probably the only thing that I've seen him in that I like wasn't crazy about, but it wasn't because of his performance. It was because of like the story it was just like mm-hmm. oof. Um, I really liked I really liked Kylo Ren. Um, yeah. I thought that him being like broody and emotional, and just the sound of like how they made his voice kind of like hollow, echoey. Uh, and very strong was amazing like it sounded really good this is what i pictured anakin would be like in the prequel yeah i feel like they did a really good like callback of i don't know i don't know if this is the one where it had like vader's helmet Mm -hmm. and he was like looking at it but i was like that's a really impactful scene and i really liked that 
Yeah, I loved Kylo Ren in this movie and Adam Driver. He's such a great actor and he was probably my favorite character throughout the series is Kylo Ren. Yeah, easy. Um of the sequel series, I mean. Yeah, yeah. Um and gosh, he's so moody and like I don't know, I just like that character trait in some people when it's done right and i loved his like lightsaber which is like super rough and wild you know it was oh gosh one of my favorite lightsaber designs of all time and it's practical because it has like a sword hilt yeah it has a hilt everybody gets their you know hand chopped off so why not have a hilt smart design and (laughs) i just feel like we went to Disneyland one year, and um, they have a build-your-own lightsaber in the Disney store that's in the park, and Sam built the Kylo Ren lightsaber, and he's like, I don't want to be bad, though, so I'm just going to make it <laughs> the blade red and the hilt part green, so he's like, now I'm the Christmas Sith, and I was like, oh. <laughs> oh, wow. That's wild. <laughs> so good. I thought there was going to be more... Well, let's talk about it. What do you think about withholding Luke until the very end? Uh, it's like delayed gratification. Like I get, I get why they did it. Um, yeah. I didn't enjoy that. They teased that like Luke was going to be more involved, and I would have really liked a scene with Han, Leia, and Luke, and they never did that. And they never got the opportunity. And I can't remember. Is this the one where they, where Ben kills Han? Yeah, this is the one where, yeah. Yeah, so what, what drove me nuts after this movie, seeing it in the theater, um, was that Leia would have hugged Chewie. Like, they would have hugged each other and cried. Yeah, yeah and that they've didn't been happen. through it. And it just didn't feel authentic because it's like, you know, if you're, like, baby daddy husband's best friend, was like gonna see you after they died like that's not how you comfort somebody mm-hmm. maybe yeah. Wookiees have like weird like traditions and they don't hug like that but <laughs> that's not true because we've seen them hug yeah maybe leia just doesn't like chewbacca you never gave him the medal <laughs> leia's a racist yeah. It's a hot take. <laughs> yeah she's like on you should stop hanging out with that guy he's like smelly I don't like him. I always get food in my cooking when he cooks us dinner. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, I think this was a good movie. Um, and it just brought back so many nostalgic feelings about watching the original trilogy as like a little kid. Yeah. And, you know, it was, it was definitely reminiscent of A New Hope. And I can't remember if they... I know Peter Mayhew is training somebody else to be Chewie. And I can't remember if the new person was Chewie in this movie, but he was his mentor, basically. Yeah, I think this is the last movie that Peter Mayhew did where he was Chewie. But I think the younger guy did a lot of the more intense. Yeah. 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 He's old, so. he's. I think he's dead. I, I think he did die. I remember vaguely feeling sad about that i can't remember if he died or not and i'm too lazy to google it there's so many star wars actors that are passed away now it's sad yeah so between 
what, seven and eight is when Carrie Fisher died in real life. Yeah. 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 Um, and I was wrecked by that. Like, I had a really hard time with it and had a lot of anxiety about eight being released and the whole movie. Um, I just was full of anxiety about how they're going to kill Carrie Fisher because she's not alive. Yeah. Let's talk about eight. This is the last Jedi, the controversial last Jedi. Yeah. So this one for me is I ranked it eight. Okay. What about you? I ranked it number four. Okay. Wow. Yeah. It was above Return of the Jedi in between or beneath The Force Awakens. I liked it. Um, I had previously seen Ryan Johnson's movie Looper that he did. I and love I really Looper. enjoyed that. I love Joseph Gordon-Levitt. He's great. I wonder why he's never been in the Star Wars. Right? He would be so good in it. Yeah. Or a Marvel movie. Gosh. What's he been doing? <laughs> yeah, that's a good question. Yeah. He was in 500 Days of Summer, but that's like the last like yeah. movie I can think of before that. Yeah. I love 500 Days of Summer. I watched it, and I felt one way about summer. And then, like, years later, I'm like, I totally missed the point of that movie. Yeah, I did too. Um, It wasn't until I was, like, a little bit older, it was like, oh, that's not okay. Yeah, yeah, like... Summer is definitely telling him up front, like, oh, no, I don't want a relationship. And Tom, like, kind of forces himself on her. And that's not okay. No. Yeah. That's wild. I feel like in society, when I was, like, growing up male, like, when a girl told you no, it just meant, like, oh. Try harder. Yeah. 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 That's wild. Like, that's so toxic. It's icky. I don't like it. Yeah. Imagine like trying to tell someone you really don't want something and they're trying to convince you that you really do and that you're stupid or blind. Ah, gosh. So many like uh, regrets from high school days. But that's kind of off topic. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> um, no yeah. Worries. The Last Jedi. It was good. I, I liked it. What do you, why did you not like it? What's wrong with you? I, I like, I'm going to convince you that I'm right. <laughs> I didn't dislike it. It just was lower than average. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't like that Like Luke ran away and was like a little baby and was like pouting. I um, love I that. Felt, oh, I hated it. Um, because I just feel like that's like not who he is. He's not like, I yeah. don't know, he's brave and valiant and like he might be whiny, but like, I guess... I guess I could see, like, the character, like, doing that, feeling defeated and just, like, giving up, I guess. I didn't like it, though. I feel like that's the only way he could have been. Because Ryan Johnson was set up with Luke running away. And, like, it doesn't make sense that he would still be heroic at this point. Because he ran away. There were still lots of problems. I just feel like, as Nick was saying earlier today when we were talking about this, um that we watched Knives Out amazing and this is like so mediocre like how could he make something so good and then something like that's not honestly that good um yeah no you're right um I didn't like the porgs I just felt like they were a cash grab and I was like oh it's like shitty Ewok (laughs) 
Um, and it was like, yeah, new new planet will have new species, but they're creepy. They're like penguins with like cat-like faces with like humanoid teeth. It's like super <laughs> icky. I hate it. Yeah. I think there were some pretty cool things about this movie. I think this is like the birth of Raylo, which is a ship that I was definitely into. Yeah. That was, I don't know. It's kind of hot. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. It's just anything with Adam Driver is hot, though. So It's true. And I I'm not even straight. That happened in nine. And I was like, oh, so I cannot wait to talk about that. Okay. But, okay. but like, okay, the best scene of this movie was when Admiral Holdo hyperspace jump. Like, yeah beautiful it was the moment in the theater where i was like why am i wasting my time with this movie should we leave and then that scene happened and it was like all right maybe there'll be something really beautiful that'll happen again like this mm -hmm. that was so amazing i didn't know that was going to happen and it was like oh wow like she really did have like a plan this entire time i like a lot of this movie because i think like i was talking about in empire how they establish this thing where everybody is related to somebody, you know? And I hated that. Yeah. I just didn't like how J.J. Abrams kind of introduced this mechanic in episode seven where Ray is supposed to be someone special and everybody kind of knows her, but she doesn't know herself. Um, like even Ma's, you know, references like knowing her or something. I hated Ma's BT dubs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think that was a wasted character. Totally agree. She was played by Lupita Nyong'o, right? She's hot though. Yeah. Yeah. She is. And she's a great actress. I don't get she why is. she's a CG person in this movie. I don't know. Whatever. Whatever. But anyway, I like that Ray was nobody. Um, and I wish that were true. <laughs> So I, if I remember correctly, it's been a few years since I've watched this one, mm -hmm. but um, this is one where they introduced Rose, right? In her storyline? Yeah, they, they introduced Rose in this one, which is like yeah. yay for representation. Yeah, and that was the only thing I liked about it, but like she got a shitty storyline and mm -hmm. I was so disappointed to like, it's one of the first times that we see an Asian character in like kind of a semi-prominent role besides the one in... um rogue one where yeah. he's like i'm one with the force and i was really let down by that and i was also really let down by the people who are just shitting on her for the role and being like the actress in it like she got a yeah. lot of hate and it made me really mm -hmm. upset asian and she was like more plus size or more realistic size yeah so she got a lot of flack for that and because she was kind of the love interest for for finn you know i shipped that so hard i was yeah. so disappointed yeah that whole scene on Cantobite was so dumb. I hated it. Like that casino planet with like the weird it. horses. Yeah. Uh, they should have just done away with that. And then Benicio Del Toro's character was just so stupid. I hated it. I knew he was going to betray them and he betrayed them and he doesn't really do anything in the yeah. rest of the movies. So dumb. Yeah, I didn't like it. Um, I think the last note I had about this was that Luke's death felt very cheap. And it just didn't feel authentic. Yeah, I think I liked it. Um, 
because you got a glimpse of you know jedi luke when he like force projected himself that was cool i thought for a minute that it was really him and i was like oh mark hamill got in a good shape for this right <laughs> it's like i'm gonna actually transmit my hot makeup bod for <laughs> you to get this transmission so you'll remember me as a fine yeah. person i'm gonna run this force projection through some photoshop and facetune <laughs> this projection has been retouched yeah. it was great though i liked um i really liked that ending sequence um where they're in the salt planet just oh. like the visual of like the red you know salt i, I didn't like upturned. it it just looked like blood yeah that was wild i liked it i like oh. I, I just like the visual I, I thought it was weird because they have like, those like fox-like animals in it. Yeah, they were cute. They were cute. They I like them better than porgs for sure. But um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It was off-putting. Like them walking on like it looks like salt almost, and then them like walking on it and then turning red just made me very uncomfortable. It was like, are they bleeding? <laughs> yeah. When I saw the trailers, I thought they were on like a hoth-like planet at first. Yeah. It was like white, you know, but super salt. misleading. Yeah, but well, it's it fine. What did you think about Snoke being killed by Raylo? He was a crappy villain, so I was yeah. really satisfied by that. That was such a shocking thing. I did not expect that to happen. And it was like one of the most genuinely surprising things I've seen in a Star Wars movie. And it was great. I love that whole sequence when Raylo are fighting off the Royal Guard or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was a great fight scene and sequence. I love that. I thought it would have been hotter if they like had made out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I just feel like him killing Snoke like makes sense because that's his teacher and he's a Sith kind of like. Yeah, it makes sense. And I think what was surprising is just how, just kind of how they got involved together was surprising. Snoke to like link them together. Yeah, creepy, right? Yeah, it like, is. Didn't one of the Star Wars games like refer so we didn't know their Ray's lineage. And one of the Star Wars games like has her saying, Come to me cousin or something like that. I don't know. Really haven't played many Star Wars games since the original Xbox days. Yeah, same. Yeah. I don't think they really knew what they were doing. Like they didn't have anything pre planned for this sequel trilogy, which is one of its downfalls. I think the movie would have been better if they just made out like after they killed all those people. Yeah. No, I fully agree. <laughs> That's the end of the movie. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Honestly, that would have been a satisfying ending and I would have rated that movie a lot higher if that's how it Oh yeah, been. that would have been like number maybe one. number one. <laughs> Give the people what they want. Yeah like a fanfic star wars movie i think they kind of did that in the last one but oh, yeah 100 percent. oh my gosh that would have been so hot i didn't think Rayla would be a thing in like force awakens yeah there was kind of like a little thing but like in episode eight they like had adam driving with his shirt off and like force communicating with uh ray and i was i was hot i agree <laughs> But yeah, Raylo was great. 
I, I like the thing where they killed Emperor Snoke. I like that Ray was nobody. Holdo's like maneuver was great. Although and her dress though, her dress was so good in her hair. Oh my god. I don't like her purple hair. I don't I just, I don't uh, I don't know. I just didn't like it. Was that like I don't know if that was supposed to be her race or something, but uh I don't know, but I was really excited to see like right now in culture like having strange colored hair is very popular, so I feel like it was yeah. kind of neat to tie that little like cultural bit in and then like style it in like a 1950s hairstyle 1940s maybe yeah it was an interesting choice i didn't think it worked for laura dern but i appreciate having humans that are not everyday normal looking humans (laughs) yeah i just think it's the first time we see a fun colored hair in in the film on a human yeah you think like with the star wars movies there'd be a, a lot of like teenage kids with like neon colored hair you know yeah i also think holdo was not written very well i agree they just kind of had her be like an incompetent admiral for a lot of the movie i mean part of me was hoping that they were gonna kill off carrie fisher's character by her crashing the ship and i wished that it had been her because i feel like that would have been a noble death yeah and it would have been like true to her character what do you think about the fake out when she got blasted into space? Um, it was predictable. Yeah. I thought that, that was it for her. I was very emotional when that happened. And, you know, it seemed abrupt, but I thought, okay, so they probably weren't planning to kill her off in this movie, but you know, this is what they had. So they're probably just going to roll with it because Carrie Fisher is dead. The first time I saw her in this movie... I cried, like, ugly cried. Yeah, especially when she faked out died. I almost lost it there because it's, like, an iconic film character and an iconic actress. Yeah, it's a huge loss. She was such a good mental health activist that I feel like I just felt that so much more than I thought that I would. Yeah. And Princess Leia is such a, a great role model for like young kids and young women young girls you know she was like not the damsel in distress she was like a hero busting her hero's balls aren't you too short to be a stormtrooper <laughs> so good yeah it's great i love it and i i kind of wish that's how leia died i didn't like the fake out it was so weird seeing her like use force powers because she's never been, a Jedi. you know, yeah. yeah. Like, up until this moment, you're, you just think she's like a, you know, she's force sensitive, but she doesn't know how to use Jedi powers. And it was just kind of a cop out in my opinion. Yeah. I just feel like it's uncomfortable because I feel like they wove that into the story. And I feel like we see that more again in episode nine yeah and i feel like that kind of felt like bullshit it did you know let's move into the last one in the series episode nine the rise of skywalker what did you think about that one so this one is ranked number five for me last one oh, I have that's left pretty high track. yeah i thought it tied the series up with a little bow um maybe a little slap on the butt like good game <laughs> 
I yeah. thought the Palpatine scenes, he was strong and they really like that creepy machine he was in. I was really into that. Um, <laughs> and then my favorite scene of the movie was the Kylo Ray kiss. Yeah, it was like, that was it hot. Felt, it, it felt really out of place. Like it was very uncomfortable. Like, why are you kissing? But like part of it is like, yeah, kiss. Yeah. It's like when you're playing Barbies. Yeah. No <laughs> kiss. Like, yeah, for sure. <laughs> like they had to do it. Like, come on. You got to do it. They had to do it. I'm glad that they did it just because like, I don't know. It was like a weird guilty pleasure. And I had so many conflicted feelings about it. Like, yeah. I remember leaving that movie like, why did they do that? And it's like, yeah, I'm glad they did it though. <laughs> um, Same. Do you think they planned Raylo? Like, do you think that was no supposed to be a thing? I really don't. I think that the fan base demanding, like, things like that happen, <laughs> like, I think they're like, all right, we'll throw you a bone. Yeah. That was hot, though. I agree. <laughs> I agree. Um, I think the, like, most poignant movie piece of this trilogy for me was, like, Carrie Fisher's death. Um, yeah. And, like, the fact that they, like, made her a general and, like, she had a different, more refined hairstyle with those braids like from her iconic normal hairstyle mm -hmm. um i feel like that was a really nice touch of like she's in a different stage of life so she has like more adult hair yeah i do like that how she was a general in the sequel trilogy um i wish they would have done more with her and han yeah i agree i mean they killed him off in the first one though so like yeah how could they and I, I realized, like, them carrying off, killing off the OG characters was necessary so the, the story could continue. But honestly, I was sad about it. Same. Although I knew Han would die in the first one because Harrison Ford wanted to kill Han off for the longest time. Which is surprising to me because then he did Blade Runner. And so, like, I wouldn't be shocked if he is going to reboot all of the good movies he was in. <laughs> They're going to do Air Force 2. <laughs> <laughs> I said good movies. The <laughs> uh, Fugitive 2. Oh, man. Although I think they did The Fugitive 2. Oh, yeah, they did. They did. There was um, um, U.S. Marshals with Tommy Lee Jones' character, so it didn't have Harrison Ford in it. The reboot without him. <laughs> was it better? You be the judge. <laughs> I really like the use of force projections in this movie. Um, I thought it was really cool and it was super creepy and I just feel like him playing a super intense game of hide and go seek with Ray um, <laughs> was like, oh my God, this is so suspenseful. And yeah. then like, I think at one point, like, did he touch her? I think he touched her. I'm not sure if he touched her, but like the rain fell on her or something. Yeah. Which yeah. I don't know how that works, but whatever, you know, they're just making stuff up as they go. Yeah. I didn't like Finn's storyline. And I honestly just wanted him to end up with Rose. Yeah. I just feel like their personalities align a little bit better. I did not like that she was like, Ray Skywalker. And it was like, no, you're fucking not a Skywalker. <laughs> just be a Palpatine and be like, yeah, we're redeem redeemed now because my dad was trash, but I'm not. Yeah. I didn't like how Ray ultimately ended up. I hated this movie. Oh, no. I have it ranked number eight. Oh, it's wow. like... Only slightly above the prequels. Um, I, I think a lot of it was like 
they just gave in to all the criticisms of the last Jedi instead of like making the brave choice and like moving forward with what Ryan Johnson had left them with. They just retconned it. And I hated that. It was so dumb. I hated it. I hated it. Oh my gosh. And like the movie starts off with the emperor being alive already. And there's not an explanation. Like that's the worst thing. Like that's like prequel stuff that they're doing like this is the freaking emperor he's the main villain of the star wars movie and you bring him back to life and you don't do it on film like what is even happening like who is making those choices that is so dumb but i feel like did we actually see palpatine die I mean, we don't actually see him die, but <laughs> at so, the same time... So maybe time, he didn't die. Maybe it was like an Anakin thing where he's like limbs, limbless, and like... <laughs> but the Death Star exploded! <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he had like a force bubble that he made for himself. I mean, they explained it. It's a clone. But still... Oh, that's right. You're right. Oh, how are you going to bring back the main villain of a franchise off screen like one of the biggest moments biggest reveals and it's stuck in the crawl without like an explanation you know honestly i don't i don't it didn't hit me like that in such a negative way like it did for you because of um jango fett and boba fett so it didn't feel like a far cry (laughs) right Uh, i guess so but jango fett's like and Boba Fett's a pretty minor character in all things considered. He's not like I mean, the Emperor. He's yeah, the main I villain. Just, I feel like it exists though, and if you have a lot of power, like why wouldn't you clone yourself? Right. I, I think it would have been better if they knew that's what they were doing from the start and like dropped hints. But they were like, Oh, Ryan Johnson killed off the main villain of our sequel trilogy. Um Let's bring back the Emperor. <laughs> well, I feel like Snoke was just such a badly designed villain. Like, he deserved to die. He was the Emperor, basically. He wasn't th- very good. He wasn't. I didn't like him. He wasn't him. intimidating either. He was creepy looking. I thought he was intimidating when you thought he was, like, this large, you know, creature. I thought it was, like, a huge Sith Lord. But then he was, like, normal size. And it's like, oh, like, that's a little less intimidating. I- I feel like it is the big head in the Wizard of Oz. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just really hated this movie. Um, what did you think about the force healing? Dumb. Yeah. Dumb, dumb. It's the worst like, thing. It doesn't exist in any of the other movies. So, like, why would they just introduce that now? And, like, why wouldn't they have force healed before if that was a thing? <laughs> yeah. Like, it would have been cooler if that was, like, Oh, oh, it's a Sith thing that hasn't been done in a very long time. But now Ray just kind of pulls it out of her ass to save like a worm or whatever. I forget like this monster, you know, instead of like Han Solo or (laughs) Luke Skywalker or Carrie Fisher. Come on, Ray. Come on, Ray. Oh, my gosh, Ray. Ultimately, why I hate this movie is I had so much hope 
in episode seven with these new characters where Ray would go, where Poe and Finn would go. And they just fell way short of my expectations for them. They don't really, when they get into that desert planet, like that's the first time that them as a trio have ever done anything. But then they were separated. Yeah. And she was like looking for that. They had like this thing with like the weird horses and they got separated. And I just feel like that plot line, like the fin just kind of felt like a rabbit hole. Like it didn't really go anywhere. I think they just didn't really think of where to take Finn and Poe and Rose. And they only had like a plan for Ray and, and maybe Kylo. And it was so dumb. I hated it. They wasted Finn in these movies he was the most compelling character out of force awakens and he's just the worst character by the rise of skywalker but least interesting he's just like really annoying he doesn't have any personality by the end it was just kind of like a sidekick i guess yeah and he was like had three different love interests ray being the first one and then rose being the second and like that ex stormtrooper black lady in that planet i guess they're supposed to be a love interest i don't know i just hated it dumb dumb yeah i i think my expectations were dropped when episode seven did and i went through that crisis from the expanded universe being canceled and my expectations (laughs) were like reduced down to like prequel levels so i feel like that's why i was able to enjoy this so much more because it was like oh it's going to be trash and then i went in and then it wasn't total trash and it was like yeah, okay, I like that. <laughs> yeah, I think this is more disappointing than the prequels to me. Because they had the opportunity to build something nice and build something cool, but... And they had a big-ass budget, too. Like, Disney has money. Oh, yeah, they have a ton of money. They could have done anything, but then they made this. I don't like how they retconned... <laughs> princess leia into like training with luke no that didn't happen it didn't it was super creepy and i hated it i did hate that a lot yeah like uh, it was so uh, forced um and you could tell that they were reusing like footage of carrie fisher and that was so off-putting like you would have the character explain you know everything to her and then you would just reuse old footage of her saying, oh, that sounds good. You know, and it was so off-putting. I hated everything about how they treated Princess Leia and Carrie Fisher in this movie. It was disrespectful. And I think they should have just killed her off in episode eight. I agree. Yeah. I did. I did like, though, the scene of like her body disappearing. Yeah, that was good. That was good. And then I think somebody went to revisit it. I don't remember if it was R2 or something. I can't remember who it was. Yeah. Um, But I I had a lot of feelings in that scene. I also didn't like how they just didn't do anything with Rose. Yeah, it was super disappointing. Yeah. You could tell like J.J. Abrams was mad at Ryan Johnson. He just took everything that Ryan did and did nothing with it. You even have like the main characters asking Rose to go with them and she's like oh no i gotta do like important stuff at the base and you just never see that happen yeah 
Yeah, such such a waste. And in interviews, J.J. Abrams is like, oh, the best thing Ryan Johnson gave me is the actor, I think Kelly Marie Tran is her name. And he's like, oh, it was super fun working with her. And she doesn't do anything in the movie. Yeah. The side character played by Dominic Moynihan has more lines than her in this movie. And I don't even know his name. I just know him. As an actor? Yeah, exactly. Yikes. Ugh. I hated this movie. It's probably the worst one if it weren't for the prequels. They did get the Raylo kiss, though, so, you know, you know, you I know. Mean, it's like a really bad fanfic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't like how Ray became a Palpatine and then a Skywalker. I mean, she's not really a Skywalker, though. Like, that's yeah. really mad because, like... I don't know. I would have been like solo. I would have liked that better because then she'd be like, yeah, she's shipping Raylo still. <laughs> right. Instead of, I wait, uh, was Ben, was it Ben Solo or Ben Skywalker? Was he ben was solo? Harrison Ford's kid, Han Solo's kid with Leia, right? Yeah. But did he take the name Solo or Skywalker? I think later in the movie he said Ben Solo, right? I think he did. Okay. Yeah, I think he did. Sense. Maybe I'm wrong. I could be misremembering. Yeah. I have not rewatched it since we we watched it in the theater. <laughs> yeah, I, d- I haven't rewatched any of the movies except Force Awakens in the sequel trilogy. I think I skimmed through The Last Jedi when it was on Netflix. Yeah, that's fair. Um, so to recap my order, it's episode five, six, four, Rogue One. Top to bottom? Yeah, episode nine, Solo, episode seven, Eight, one, three, and two. Yeah, I think most of our rankings are pretty much the same, except for some wild variances. <laughs> yeah, like how the series ended. Yeah, so from top to bottom, uh, number one is Empire Strikes Back. Number two is A New Hope. Three is Force Awakens. Four is The Last Jedi. Five is Return of the Jedi. Six is Solo, seven is Rogue One, eight is Rise of Skywalker, nine is Revenge of the Sith, ten is The Phantom Menace, eleven is Attack of the Clones. We got the top one and the bottom one right, and most of the ones in the middle are like, you see me? Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, I agree. Um, the Star Wars Christmas special is terrible. <laughs> I don't recommend it. What I do recommend is listening to the How Did This Get Made podcast and listening to them dunk on that special. It's so funny. <laughs> I laughed so hard. The first time I listened to that episode, I was in the pool at Nick's parents' house, um, and I had never heard this podcast. And this is the first episode that Nick played for me. I'll have to check it out. I'm going to check out the creepy spider mall in, what is it, Clone Wars or Rebels? Oh, gosh. Was it Rebels? I think it I was know. Clone Wars. I'm going to watch the animated series. Like, yeah, I haven't given them a shot because honestly, I'm afraid that I wouldn't like them. And I don't want to live with that. I think people like Rebels and they don't like Clone Wars. Or it's vice versa. One of them's good. One of them isn't. From what I hear. I haven't seen any of them. I don't like the... CG. I don't like CG unless it's like Pixar or something. Yeah, Pixar does it right. Yeah. 
and Shrek because of the memes. <laughs> we need to do a, a Shrek ranking one of these days. <laughs> Shrek 2, number one. <laughs> There's so many of them. I don't even think I've seen all of them now. I've only seen up to three. Yeah, same. Yeah. I didn't realize that there were movies after that. Yeah, I think there's um, Shrek the Fourth with Justin Timberlake and Puss in Boots sequel. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, my kids liked the Puss in Boots like animated series on Netflix because it's like a choose-your-own-adventure, but... Oh, that's neat. Yeah, I, I don't know if that's the same show. Maybe I'm getting it wrong. Probably am. My <laughs> kids are going to like, like, Mom, you're old. You can't remember anything. <laughs> you think they're going to do more star wars like movies in the future like I trilogy like, i don't think they're gonna do a trilogy in this universe i thought they were gonna do a one-off movie about like the x-wing pilot guy um um i know who you're talking about i just can't I, remember his name i can't either it's i mean it's like 10 now so i just <laughs> feel like my brain is like hey you're tired. Um, before we wrap things up, the final note, um, who's your favorite character and why? Oh, I have so many favorite characters for different reasons. Um, oh, gosh. You go first because I think you have an answer. Yeah, I do. Um, it's always been Darth Vader. And oh, okay. it is because his costume was so revolutionary and they did such a good job developing his character. Um, I just feel like he is like ruthless and void of compassion and he's just so complex, especially when you like throw in like the prequel buildup. He's really powerful and I just feel like watching it later in the whole series like you just see him being manipulated yeah. and i just feel like the ultimate thing is his tiny redemption arc um where he basically i don't know i feel like he just sacrifices himself yeah i think that was a fitting ending for him and he's definitely one of the best characters in fiction he's inspired so many other like villains and so many other characters yeah it's hard to go wrong with darth vader especially like with that voice with james earl jones so oh my god iconic. so good, yeah. so good. <laughs> and i just feel like it's so distinguishable if somebody is trying to impersonate his voice you know like with yeah. the, <laughs> the ventilator thing and i just feel like I like that. I think that's so powerful to have something that's discernible and recognizable by almost everybody at this point. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to pull off such an iconic character that most people, I think most people in the world would recognize. Yeah. I'm still struggling. Oh, gosh. Um, okay. I'm not sure if this is actually my favorite character but i just watched the movie and i love donald glover so oh, hey. i'm gonna go with lando lando's great 
he's, he's smooth. Yeah. I loved how Billy D got to reprise his role in the last movie, Rise of Skywalker. I would watch a young Lando movie all day long or a series. Yes. Make that happen. I will yes. subscribe to Disney Plus just for that if we can see Donald Glover as Lando Calrissian. Even just like a YouTube series, like old school Donald Glover and those funny videos he did. Um, <laughs> I would watch those too. Like him just wearing like a Lando costume and pretending to be Lando and calling it like some cheap off-brand thing. <laughs> <laughs> I would be so into that. Yeah. I think that they wanted to have um, OG Lando in the movies, but he wanted too much money for what they wanted him to do. Oh, really? And I think that that's why they didn't. And I think they finally like came to an agreement. Maybe I'm mm. wrong, but I, that's what I remember of like being disappointed that he wasn't in there and then like seeking that information out at the time. Huh. I'll have to look into that. It's interesting. I would probably be the same too. Like, hey, I'm like one of the most iconic characters in your franchise. You're going to have to pay me. <laughs> right? Like, give me some money. I'm important. Yeah. And he's, like, the only minority in the whole, like, main cast. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, like, my beef with Maz is that she is played by Nyong'o, Lupita. Is that how you say her name? Yeah, Lupita Nyong'o. And I think, like, there's such a trope that, like, with Disney movies, they don't let black characters that are the primary characters stay black. Like they transform them into something else. And honestly, it makes me so mad. And the fact that they did this with Maz, like it infuriates me. Yeah. It's so dumb. Like there is no reason that Lupita Nyong'o couldn't have just been in the movie. Lupita Nyong'o. Yeah. Yeah. She's beautiful. She's a very talented actress. I think she won an Oscar. I think she did too. She could have like had like a cool costume and wore like really big goggles that made her eyes look big. Like yeah. they could have reasonably made that character like humanoid and I don't know. Yeah, it's just a missed opportunity. Speaking of missed opportunity, Ben and Poe. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. There's an interview where Oscar Isaac. <laughs> is that sorry. Um is that, who's that Poe? Oh, Poe. No, Poe. I'm so bad. I'm so bad with <laughs> names. Like, I have to have you describe the character, what they look like, and then tell me which other movies they've been in for me to connect the dots. I can tell you some movies Oscar Isaac has been in. <laughs> I could not. I had never seen him before. Really? Oh, he's he's very talented. If Poe would have been a little bit better, I would say Poe would have been like the hunk of the sequel franchise over Adam Driver. But that was bad. Anyway, Oscar Isaac, the actor, he said he and John Boyega, who plays Finn, were pushing for like a same-sex relationship. Yes. Oh, I would have been all. I would have shipped that so hard. Yeah, that'd have been great for representation. But Disney is like, nah, no. We hate that to have our pearl clutching people. I I don't. It's just surprising though. Like. I don't know, when you said earlier that Leia is such a role model, it was like, man, people are really upset about their kids seeing Slave Leia, though. <laughs> but hey, like, if you got the body, own it. You know what I mean? I feel like anybody can own it. You have a body, own it. Like, Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I mean, people are assholes. I get that. But like, I don't know. I'd be into it. Like, we went to Star Wars Celebration 
I don't, and when it was in Anaheim, I think in like 2014 or 15, I can't remember which year. And there was a bunch of guys dressed in Slave Leia costumes, and honestly, I was into it. <laughs> it's 2020. People can dress however they want. It's just for fun. Don't get bent out of shape about it. You know what I mean? Yeah, like don't be an asshole because somebody wants to have fun or be comfortable. Them not wanting to embrace a same-sex relationship, it's like, okay, well, it's... I don't know, not that big of a deal. Like, people see it every day. It was 2019, like, when they released that movie. Like, people know about same-sex relationships. Many people are in one. And I feel like it was such slap in the face to... Because they were touting, oh, you're going to see the first canon same-sex couple in Star Wars. And it was, like, two, like, mechanics hugging. Yeah at the end that they could easily edit out i feel like it wasn't even like i don't know representation like i just feel like it's like somebody comes home from war and people are excited and they're gonna hug and kiss when they find out the good news like (laughs) i don't know yeah i think the sequel trilogy is gonna leave a legacy of missed opportunities yeah unmet expectations they left a lot on the table they did yeah but Still better than the trash prequels. <laughs> <laughs> True. <laughs> True. <sighs> anyway, I think that's going to do it. We've been recording for almost like three hours now. <laughs> yeah. This is going to be a long episode. So thanks for sticking with us. <laughs> All right. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.